0: Hello, and welcome to our first podcast of Coffee with Alberto. We'll be talking to a number of interesting local people in the weeks ahead, folks with unique perspectives on life in Southern Oregon. But for our first episode, I'll be introducing myself, Alberto Enriquez. I'm a Cuban born child refugee, a father of two, a grandfather of one, and currently I'm running for state representative. As a Democratic candidate for House District 6, Medford. 32 years ago, my wife Sarah and I chose to make our home here. For 12 of those years, I worked as a news reporter for the Medford Mail Tribune, meeting daily deadlines and covering everything. On one occasion, I was nearly splattered out of a B-24 bomb bay as it swooped over thousands of spectators at the Medford airport. What an impression I would have made. But reporters generally strive to stay out of the story. It's the stories we cover that one hopes will leave a lasting impression, not on a gory tarmac, but in the hearts of those hearing or reading them as well as in our own. Surely among the most poignant was rising after midnight, when lilacs bloomed in our front yard and making my way silently across Medford to join a migrant pilgrimage to the funeral of Cesar Chavez in Delano, California. The long quiet hours passed, and we arrived in the center of Delano, finding it practically deserted. One of the few locals on the sidewalk, a grower, told me, Cesar was a good man. Delano was actually bulging that day. The procession had massed blocks away. And when it came, a torrent of 35,000 people streamed through town to pay their respects to the renowned labor organizer. It seemed as if humanity, migrants and presidents had become one river. It was impossible not to be moved. I think of Cesar's spirit of service and the many hardworking Oregonians worried today about losing their loved ones, their homes, or their livelihoods because of COVID-19. I think of the migrant farm workers now doing the hard work of harvesting in the smoke, heat, and drought that had become the Rogue Valley's abnormal newness. We need Cesar's fierce compassion if we're to win against the virus, rebuild our economy, and fight back against catastrophic climate change. But compassion is sometimes a scarce commodity in corporate America. Consider, even as our Providence nurses help fight off COVID, their workers' comp claims are being denied at an incredible 90% rejection rate. Meanwhile, Providence CEO Rod Hoffman is bleeding off a no less incredible 10.8 million in annual compensation. How is this possible? Especially at a tax exempt nonprofit that California says is failing to fulfill its charitable obligations. Maybe an Oregon legislator should take a hard look too. Compassion begins with having walked in other shoes. My own shoes are pretty dang comfy today. But as a refugee, arriving in Miami in 1961 with a large family and little more than the clothes on our backs, we went through some skinny times. We all lost weight during those brutal first 15 months. There were times when my father had to take work in New York. Once, while my mother was hospitalized, my eldest sisters, then teens and preteens, took over quietly, fearing our dire straits might be discovered and the family separated. But we were so very lucky. No one presumed to separate us. We saw our mother creep back across the threshold. She'd walked home from the hospital. As shoeless as they'd taken her away in an ambulance down our gravel street. For the first waking moment since seeing her carted away unconscious, I stopped crying. So, our relocation to fabulously wet, bright green Portland was nothing short of miraculous. Mira, everyone has lawns. ¡Qué rico! Water comes out of the tap cold. And silent, dumbfounded adoration. The refrigerator isn't empty. I fell asleep that night, kicking the sheets up like a bellows and letting them close upon me again and again and again. For the first time since Havana, I had two sheets and a bed of my own we had come home to Oregon. For the first time since our lives had been threatened, neither my brother nor I wet the bed that night. Safe at last, we had gone in one long spick and span 707 flight from misery to hope. We'd marveled at the green and yellow patchwork quilt of Nebraska. We chased the longest lasting red sunset and spied Seattle's twinkling new space needle along the way. My parents found work and over the next few years, climbed back into the middle class. This is what I hope for everyone living in fear today. We can do this. We can bring everyone along together. We can be strong. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on Friday with a special guest and every Friday after that. Please come back and join us for Coffee with Alberto.